0: Hi Arvid.
2: Hey dog. You brought an interesting friend with you. Oh yeah, this is uh this is Lex.
0: Hi, I'm Lex. And pleasure. I it's I think the pleasure is all mine.
2: The energy stops flowing and you feel yourself crumple to the ground. Perseus rushes to you.
0: You know, this is my very best friend in the whole world, Perseus. And I just kinda like stroke his back and say, like, it's okay, it's okay, I'm okay. Mm.
2: Lay with Perseus and this man in the the alleyway for quite a while until you hear footsteps walking up the the alleyway you look to the side and you see Arvid and he picks you up and walks back with you to his office we'll um, get you cleaned up here
0: I told you I'd see you later.
2: That you did. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. With me today is Carla Maxted.
0: That is me.
2: Also with me, Tom Laird. Same moi. And joining us for no particular reason taking the
1: spot of Amy tonight is Rev from the Crit Show. I'm lost and wandered into the room. Welcome, Rev. <laughs> we Thanks. thought we'd
0: take advantage of him being lost.
1: <laughs> yep. This is a comfy seat next to Russ, though, I have to admit. Isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> she gets the better seat, so you're you're welcome.
0: I mean, you didn't have to put on Amy's pink robe, but it looks great.
2: <laughs> I
1: you know, if it's soft like this, I just I mm-hmm. can't resist. That's
2: Mm -hmm. fair. Yeah. Where we have lots of fun and do lots of cool things is over on Patreon, patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast, where after this episode today and after every episode, we talk about the episode that we just played in a Dungeons downtime, and that's for patrons at $5 up. But also when you're a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, Matthew-Undead. Thank you, Matthew. <laughs> Thank
0: you, dad. Matthew. What a spooky name you have. Right? right? It starts out so normal.
1: Or what a condition. Ooh, yeah.
0: Yeah, you're right.
2: Thank you, Matthew. Uh, you can find out more at patreon.com slash dumb dragon And now, oh, fuck it. Let's play D&D. We find our characters. I guess we should say that we're doing something special here today. Last time we saw our, our first character... Lex, Lexington. They were uh not so good off in an alleyway, being carried back to Arvid's office to be fixed back up. We joined back with Lex and Arvid uh, probably a couple weeks later after some uh, some good R&R, some health recovered.
0: I guess I need to know am I pretty healthy again?
2: I would say the state of Lex is not 100% because okay. of your condition of, mm-hmm. you know, dealing out health, uh, you lose health. So I'd say you're probably around 50% of total Lex health. Perfect. Uh, until which point you're cured. But who knows if that'll happen?
0: It's been a couple of weeks, so I'm feeling better I'm really wondering, like, what the vibe is with Arvid and Lex, because there was some real tension. There was some real flirty energy between the two of them.
2: The door bursts open. Arvid rushes in, carrying a, a plate of fine-baked goods. There's a lemon curd, a sprinkle of icing sugar. He says, oh, um, I brought you some breakfast. Thought you might be famished.
0: Oh, Arvid, I am famished. Thank you. You remembered my favorite lemon curd treat. You're so thoughtful.
2: Oh, just stop. Ah, well, you enjoy. Um, we do have to discuss future plans, though. Oh. You did say... Don't... Don't put the cart before the horse, my dear. Um, we, we, what I was more talking about was your adventure, your journey, your uh, je ne sais oh, quoi, your need to spread your wings and f- soar to the mountains, as you so described it the other night.
0: It's very poetical language. Sounds more like something you would say, Arvid. But um, yeah, so not our future plans, but my future plans to return to the Baldric Mountains. Yes. Find my creator. Deal with him in some sort of way and then get on with my life.
2: In, in a roundabout succinct sort of way? Yes, that is exactly what I was saying. I, of course, would put a little more color, a little more flair to it, but that is fine. Um, so, that said, it is a long and perilous journey. The two of us could make it, but perhaps you you have others that we could invite?
0: Well, my friends Flint and Thea, I don't want to ask them. We've already said our goodbyes. They're looking for their, their dragon, Donnie, and it just wouldn't be right. Um, I don't know many others. I have Perseus, of course. I'm not sure. He is the best rat in the world, but not sure how good he is in a fight. Um... And I did. I met someone on my travels with Flint and Thea. Oh. She was well, I mean, she's the one that gave me my name. So I feel like we have a a very special bond. She was very wise, and she did give me a way to communicate with her, so I suppose I could ask
2: well, which way did she give to communicate with you?
0: She gave me this, and then I rummage in my stuff and pull out a rock. She called it a sending note. So if I crush this, I don't know if I then speak to her or I summon her, or the details are a little hazy. I did almost die just it's, two weeks ago.
2: It's uh, from the sounds of it. It's likely a message that you can send to send to her. So you would just have to tell her where to meet us. Perhaps along the road to the Paltric yes. Mountains.
0: So you're going to come with me then?
2: I thought that I was the first one, being that I said we too could make the journey, but uh, if you did not want me...
0: I want nothing more than for you to come with me while I literally meet my Maker.
2: All right. Well, um, you know what? You work on your message, you send your message, and uh, send send Perseus here with me. See what I can cook up. Hey, how how attached are you to the fact of Perseus being a rat?
0: Oh, well, huh, what an interesting question, you ask. I love Perseus for his kindness and loyalty... Um, I don't think his being a rat is of particular importance.
2: Great, enough said, and he scoops up the rat and runs out of the room. So I'll leave you to uh, craft your sending your sending message. However, you want to do that. Which message is sent to Margaret?
0: Margaret, my name is Lex. We met in the misty forest. You named me. Maybe you remember? I'm going on an adventure to find my creator. And if you're not busy, it would be great if you could come. Meet me in Silvery Moon in one week? XO, Lex.
2: You crush the stone and your message is sent to Margaret, who is where at this moment?
1: Uh, right now she is outside pulling her mace out of a uh, a werewolf,
0: Margaret's such a badass
2: <laughs> <laughs> Um, so as you as you you know you pull the bones crunch, the flesh and blood fly, this message as if from nowhere enters your mind that you are needed in silvery moon.
1: oh, hello, oh, interesting yeah. I could go for a little walkabout. We see Margaret
2: in her Betty White fashion. Tidy everything up, put away her weapons, and head out on the road to Silvery Moon. We cut through a series of montage type things. Uh, we pick it back up with Arvid in his lab. There's beakers bubbling, there's fires going, there's incense burning throughout. Uh, Perseus the rat is in a... Uh, confinement of sorts and he's casting a a very nondescript spell he waves his hands smoke billows up and out and before us we see a halfling in the place of Perseus Tom if you could describe your character he is a Kind of an olive
3: tone skin color halfling. He's, uh, you know, a little bit on the tall side for a halfling, but not super duper. He has like a long ass ponytail in the back and a bit of a bald top of his
2: head. So he's really Mm -hmm. rocking like that aging hippie look. Mm hmm. We see Arvid standing before Perseus, just clapping his hands to himself as um, the con- probably confused once was rat now halfling is getting used to his new body. I presume at that moment Lex enters the room.
0: Hey, um, Arvid, I was just wondering if there was any more Look, of those lemon curd. I did it. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize you had company. No, Um.
2: no, 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 no. This is your friend. This is your rat. This my- is Perseus. Perseus. Lex, it's me. Perseus. Per- Perseus?
0: Yeah, it's me. He made me into a a person. I did oh, it. My- Arvid. Oh, L- Perseus. I don't even. How? Ha- 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 how? Ken, you probably can't even explain.
2: I, I have no idea. Magic. We live in a world of magic and fantasy. We can do whatever we wish. He just keeps saying
3: magic over and over, so I guess we have to believe him.
0: <laughs> That's all I know about magic, so sounds right to me. How do you, How do you feel? Do you feel okay?
3: I feel really tall.
0: You are so much taller than you were before. I mean, he's still probably like half my height.
3: (laughs) Things that looked really big before now look really small, and I'm here for it.
0: That's, I'm so happy. Could I, can I hug you? Is that okay? I'm so happy to be able to talk to you. I mean, I've always talked to you, but to have you be able to talk back is really new and wonderful.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, bring it in, big guy.
0: So I crouch over and give him a big hug. Oh, it's like bringing
2: family together. This is just so exciting.
0: We are like family. Perseus is my very best friend in the whole world.
2: Yeah,
3: I mean, we were were together a long time in, in rat years, so I don't know how long it was in normal years, but it's a long time.
2: Now, one thing we must discuss here, Perseus, as he hands you clothes to put on. Oh, thank you, thank you is i've imbued you with some magics and we'll discuss that on the road don't worry about it totally fine might have had to make a pact with a fiend on our way
3: what's what's Amy
2: we cut to the three of them on the road at the gates of silvery moon as we see the silhouette of one Margaret Broadcloak standing there waiting, unknown how fast she she ran.
1: It's that aged speed walking.
2: It is. It's all <laughs> those malls she walks around. Yeah, yeah. it gets yeah. a lot of practice She's in the mall. she got
0: this really good technique and she just really motors.
2: Uh, but you see Margaret standing ahead of you at the gates of Silvery Moon.
0: <gasps> she came, Arvid. She came. Margaret. Well, Lexington, Margaret,
1: how are you?
0: Oh, well... It's been a busy—it's been a busy few weeks. We—we we made it to Waterdeep. My friends still haven't found their their dragon friend. I died. My friend Arvid saved me. My best friend a Rat is now a halfling. Well, that's me. He means me.
1: Oh, yes, that's definitely a busy couple of uh, couple of weeks then.
0: And yourself?
1: Oh, not bad. Just roaming around doing what I can. I- Thought I'd uh, head on over here once I got your message. This is a beautiful city. I haven't been here for very long, but it's uh, got some very nice eateries, if you're interested.
0: Yes, I think it's a very high-class city. Only the Is there is there a lot of, of good
1: cheese? You know what? There is. That was the first thing I passed by. Ooh,
3: I'd like me some of that.
0: We'll stop and get some. Margaret, I'm so happy you came. Thank you so much. I. It's hard to explain in just this brief note, but... I was created in the Baldric Mountains, I escaped, and now I want to go find the man that created me for some answers and maybe some vengeance.
1: Oh. And cheese. Well, I can definitely get behind the vengeance idea. Um, wow, so you were created by someone.
0: Yes, yeah, so I'm usually quite... Tight lipped about this, or I have been, because I do have a bit of a monstrous appearance, and people are quite frightened of me often. But my friend Arvid here in the last couple weeks, we've been talking a bit, and he's helped me see that, you know, I can open up to people a little bit more. So, um, the short answer is that I'm an amalgamation of the parts of other human and humanoid creatures. And then I somehow got brought back to life as me, but with all of these various components.
1: Interesting.
0: That's why I didn't know what my name was when we met, or I had that long list of names.
1: Yes. No,
3: that list was really long.
1: Well, before we set out, I, I do want to say that that's a whole lot of information to take in. And I've spent a good chunk of my life... Hunting down monsters. And I know I've only known you for a little while, Lex, but I saw how you defended those people in the forest. So when we go out on this adventure, whatever it is that you learn, just remember that you are who you've become, not whatever this person made you as. I've hunted monsters and you're not one.
0: I think Lex is just like, frozen. This is like the nicest thing anyone's ever said to him. Maybe if, if his tear ducts are attached, maybe a single tear comes down his face. I don't know. <laughs>
2: yes, That's... I made sure to reattach those uh, each after. <laughs> Thank
0: Arvid, you're so thoughtful. You're so thoughtful. Thank you, Margaret. That, that really means a lot to me. I was a little afraid of what I was going to discover about myself.
1: Yes, I, it could be a lot, but It doesn't change what you've done since you've left. But on the other hand, it doesn't change the things we may do to this person if we find them. That can be kind of monstrous.
0: (laughs) So, to the cheese shop?
2: Ooh, yes, please. We cut through another series of montage scenes... Tom, where is the first one that we see on this road towards the Baldric Mountains? Uh, we are crossing over a like single-file rope bridge over a river. The river's crashing below, and you're swaying back and forth. There are apes, actual apes, not the weird baboon-like apes that you fought previously with, Margaret, kind of standing, staring at you, some of them throwing small stones out towards you on the bridge, as if taunting you, and perhaps hoping that you fall into the water. And you make it across safely. Rev, what's the next scene we see?
1: The next scene is... Everyone at a campfire, and Perseus holding a weapon, and Lex and Margaret trying to teach him how to use it.
3: So I, so, so I don't grab the, the pointy end.
1: Yes. Does this feel natural to you? Does this feel like what you what you want to handle? Or
3: I mean, I, I like the size of it. It fits nicely in my hand, so that's good.
1: Well, that's a start.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna come for you. Do you feel ready?
3: Uh, are, is it another hug?
0: <laughs> no, we're gonna do. We're gonna try some of the moves we've been talking about. Oh,
3: okay, the moves. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, okay, I'm ready. Here I come, and I sort of like parry with a with a small rapier and just see if he's ha- how he's handling his weapon.
2: So, Lex, you're coming at Perseus. Perseus is defending himself. Yes. Okay. That's that's sorry. That's how the scene is playing out. Yes.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, okay. Lex, attack roll. Uh, Perseus. That's probably a dexterity check. Okay.
0: I mean, I'm coming in pretty soft because you know with ad- my with
2: advantage, Perseus. Okay. I will go with the first one. <laughs> it was much better. Okay. What do you get? 14 for me.
0: And I'm doing a straight attack roll.
2: Straight attack roll.
0: 22. <laughs> oh. Okay.
2: Des- okay. Describe to me how you take down or subdue the unawares Perseus. Describe, well, I feel
0: describe like- your
1: kill. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> how do you gut your new like friend?
0: I'm coming in um with my weapon and I see, like, I can tell that he is totally not ready for this attack. Um, the training isn't going as well as I thought, maybe. So I try and kind of pull it back, but then kind of trip and then land on him. So I don't actually hit him with my weapon so much as my huge body just lands on his small one.
2: Arvid sees this from across the campfire. He's like, I I told you that he's not going to be great with weapons um, that thing I mentioned about the dark magics and the fiend and stuff. Yeah, let's let's maybe work on that. Just try and think of something to conjure up there, Perseus. Okay, um, do you have any suggestions? Oh gosh, I don't know. I haven't looked at your spells list. <laughs>
3: it's a little inside baseball there.
1: <laughs> um. Sh- I mean, if it helps, if you want to keep working with that, that sword, just... Think of it like a hug, but then on the on the last part of the hug, just put the blade in their back. Oh That's boy. right.
2: Yes, do that. But also maybe, uh, uh, per- Lex, you come at Perseus again, but this time, Perseus, instead of trying to touch, stand your ground, and and say, just focus on pushing Lex away. Uh, okay.
0: Okay, ready.
2: And then maybe say a word with it something that's just whatever moves you
0: okay here it comes buddy here I come oh well, that was much gentler it's a 14 I say but don't hurt me
3: and I throw a beam of crackling energy towards Lex I missed. But I, I'm
2: sure I missed. It was an 11, but I threw it anyway. Uh, did you do Eldritch <laughs> Blast? Yeah. Uh, yeah, perfect. Um, so, I mean, what's your AC there, Tom? Oh, 14. Eh, yeah, meets it beats. So, uh, again, Lex comes in, but this crackling beam of energy shoots out and stri- strikes into a tree as Lex dodges around it and then subdues you again. Well, that was um, that was closer. I was thinking more of, like... I don't know, stunning them, but that's cool too. We'll work on it on the way.
0: I thought that was amazing. What? How did you do that?
3: You could? Could you do
0: that while you were a rat?
3: Uh, I don't. Th- I don't
2: think so. Arvid, was that in me all along? Uh, the, the, the. Yes, it was inside of you. Oh, cool. Yeah, it just held within your rat form, released by a dark one. And never to be talked about in this way again for a little while. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, Carla, what's the next scene we see?
0: Maybe we are coming through like a very small village. So um, a, a provincial sort of town that maybe is a bit unaccustomed to our ragtag kind of crew. Or maybe not. I don't know their lives.
2: Uh, you've entered the the tiny village of Hammersforth, and you're nearing the end of your journey. You're aiming to get in the vicinity of the Baldric Mountains, um, and you're getting odd looks as you pass through. Um, you, you are a, for lack of a better term, a unique. Adventuring group, what with a Frankensteinish monster, a small halfling, an old lady, and Arvid, who need not describe himself.
0: He's just an otherworldly creature.
2: <laughs> otherworldly creature. He's he's glancing at people as he walks by and says, "Is uh, doing a good job here." Never heard of this city before, but am I doing good speaking with? The regular folk.
0: Yes, Margaret. I don't feel like any of the rest of us are qualified to answer that question. He really? was a rat and I'm a creation, so...
2: What's a regular folk? Exactly. Exactly, my good friend. Um, Let's see if they will give us food and board for saving their village.
1: Do we need to what do that? We you said that with their... a question mark. Did we... Are we pretending? Are we going to go? Do we have to go do something now? No, I've, I've got I've got money. Oh, I mean, sure. We could spend money. Though I, We could go out and adventure. I think it it might do mm. uh, Percy is some good to get a few more uh, blasts off before we uh, get to the mountain. Um,
2: you go and uh, Arvid
1: seems he seems OK with this. And then you
2: ask around the village and um, there is a they do have a problem. Off and to the east, somebody roll me a D100. Presentile dice.
0: Okay. 100.
1: Seriously?
0: Yeah. What? <laughs> it's a this, one and two zeros.
1: This becomes the adventure today now because (laughs) I mean usually what you put at 100 doesn't
2: no that's fine usually what you put at 100 you'd never expect it to actually come to
0: no it's this is the this is two crazy (laughs) rolls this makes no sense sorry guys I'm gonna be the Amy roller tonight after that (laughs) one good amazing what creature are we going to defend Hammersmith from or Hammersforth from used up all my mojo
2: They tell you of a tale of a ghost haunting this town. And they say that the rumor is that it lives up in the coal mine, not too far from Hammersforth, and frequently comes down and, well, not only terrifies villagers, um, but does so much so that it... It kills them, stops them in their tracks, and it does this um, every third full moon, which happens to be tomorrow.
0: I have an idea. Okay. Because we must be near the Baldric Mountains, or probably in the foothills, or n- near the base of the Baldric Mountains. Absolutely. What if we go and talk to the ghost?
3: Okay. The one that scares people to death. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, perfect.
0: I have an idea. I'd like to... I feel a sort of kinship hearing about this ghost, and I want to speak to him, but I understand that he does frighten people to death, so perhaps I should just go, or I don't want to force you to do this, but I feel like I might be able to help resolve this.
1: I think we should go with you. Perhaps if we go... Today, before the full moon, I mean, you're right, sometimes monsters, uh, creatures of the night, they've got a curse, they've got a connection here that they can't get rid of, so it may be something that you can figure out and help with, as opposed to us trying to destroy it.
2: Anywhere you go, Lex, I'm right there with you. I mean, you are the reason that we're here, so if we let you wander off by yourself to get yourself killed... Well we can just all go home but that would not be very satisfying. I'd be super sad too. That too. Very sad because
1: we have become so dear to each other. Oh that reminds me, do you happen to know the name of your creator just in case something does happen to you? Uh, I assume the rest of us would sure love to take vengeance for you.
0: I I don't. I left in a hurry. Let's say so. I know I can make my way back, but I wasn't really in my right mind and able to figure out who he was. I'm hoping I can just find sort of reverse the way I left and get mm. back to where where he was.
1: Oh, no, that's fair.
2: The four of you head off to the coal mine, and it's a spooky coal mine. There are cobwebs and overgrown. It looks like it hasn't been uh, hasn't been utilized in quite some time. Uh, but you find your way through the overgrown path to the mouth of the coal mine and you hear like a, a soft, breathy <sighs> emanating deep from within.
0: Granger, is that you?
2: Welcome to the middle. Yeah. 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 And now Amy
3: with the breakdown.
0: We're here in the middle and I want you to know that I love you so much. Please don't ever go.
3: That was really good. That wow. was really good.
0: Off the cuff. I swear there to God. There have been many times we have a, one of us has attempted to rap in the middle.
2: <laughs> and it's gone very bad And it's rapping.
0: rhymed every time. And it, hasn't, it, it hasn't gone great before. And at that time it rhymed. And it was very throwbacky and I like it. And it was from it. the heart, which it I was. appreciated. It, it was. was from the heart. It, it was, was nice. love. motivated I like clean raps. I think that's right. Will Smith. It was a Will Smith rap for that's you. Right, right. I
2: think it was so full of love because you're not in this episode. So that you have to inject yourself that's so right. uh immensely into this part. Yes. Just to make All it right, feel lady, like take you take over there the rest.
3: Was it the... weird <laughs> listening without the dulcet? tones of my voice in
2: there? <laughs> Everybody's going to say yes, but we did have Rev.
0: <laughs> I mean, yes.
2: That's true. Rev was back as Margaret. Uh, Rev is amazing. So make sure you go listen to Rev uh, at the Crit Show podcast. He's great. They're great. We uh, Tom and I had a chance to play with more of their crew. They're all fantastic. Super yeah, fantastic. it was super fun. Um, if you go support them on Patreon um, or if you support us on Patreon, you can listen to the West, the Old West Train Heist that uh, I got to run for them. It was a heck of a good time. Speaking of Patreon, we'd love for you to come join us over there at patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Why? Because we've got a super cool hangout coming up next week. We do. We
0: hang. We're so cool. We just we hang. hang.
2: Just hang. We, we hang on hang the first
0: with our of every month. We just hang.
2: And you know what we've been doing in those hangs, which is different from previous hangs where we've been, I mean, we still take questions and stuff, but sure. we've been playing those Jackbox games.
0: We sure have. And people
2: are loving it.
0: It's very fun. It's been super
2: fun. It
3: is. Yeah,
0: yeah it's really fun to get to play um, those kind of games with people that we don't know that well, because some of our patrons have been with us for a while, but still, we don't spend a lot of time interacting with them, and then we get to hear them be silly. And make their own dick jokes. And make their own dick jokes. And falsely
3: accuse me of being
2: an alien. How dare you? <laughs> Maybe we'll play that
0: it's alien very fun. game. It was fun. It was a, it was a fun game.
2: Um, but that's what we're doing. Uh, I mean, it's a tough time to get together with friends, but we want to sure. try and help facilitate some of that. Um, and you can come join us and be part of the community and play some games and you know have an hour of just laughs and good times and rust make terrible, terrible jokes.
0: Yeah, we all learned we're not good comedians.
2: No. Which is... When put on the spot. When we can kind of when think it on... over it... a little bit. Yep. We're okay. Yeah.
0: In the um, pretend you're a stand-up comedian So good. genre?
2: Yeah. Not great. Not good. Not. Uh, good. I have not yet played this game. I've great. got a friend who oh. is an actual stand-up comedian. I'm going to go get some hot tips from him before oh, there we the go. next Ooh, game. Oh, do it. I'm going to call him. Run, on, I on your more. tight think... five. Yep.
0: I'm going to say when you're doing... Real stand-up comedy, they are not like, here's the start of your joke. <laughs> finish it. Finish it with something funny.
3: Finish it and make it good in 30 seconds or less. Exactly. Ben, it's a lot
0: you've got to hop
2: on the phone and we've got to play this game until we've run through all of the questions that they have. So I know I've got some good singers. <laughs> yep um, but come join us. That's what we're trying to get at patreon.com slash dumb We'd love to see you there to play some games, to have just a moment to just take a breath and have some fun. Uh, so we hope that you're able to do that.
3: And if you're not, of course, that's totally okay. Totally okay. We at love more you than anyway. okay. We love having you along for the ride. My
0: rap promise. was still for you, patron or not of course link
2: is down in the description for patreon and for discord if you can't join us on patreon please do join us on discord because we also have a great community there that is open to the public uh so we'd love to see you in all the places but now let's get back to that episode where lex and margaret and perseus are out doing stuff with arvid
0: it's the dream team okay Bye. bye, bye. bye. Granger, is that you?
2: It it goes a second. And you hear another breathy...
0: Yes. Granger, you don't know me, but... But perhaps you do. Come here, look at me.
2: You feel a... A... uh, heavy wind kind of pushing It's you hear it first and then it's pushing and dust is coming out and you see an incorporeal luminous form coming out from the coal mine and it rushes out and faces you and you see just a terrifying visage before you Everybody within 60 feet, which is all of you, I do believe, uh, make a wisdom saving throw, please. DC 13. This plan's going to go
0: horribly awry if I uh, just get scared to death and pee in my pants in front of him.
3: <laughs> uh, Perseus is very much afraid. Uh, 18.
2: 18, 17. And what did Perseus get? Uh 12. Okay, you didn't fail by that much, so you're okay. I actually rolled a 13, but I got a sweet minus one to that whiz, so... Wah, wah. <laughs> okay, Perseus, you are frightened for one minute, but you did not a fail by five or more, so we don't have to deal with that. Perfect. Um, Perseus, you're the only one who's a, who is afraid, so you have to use any movement to uh, get away from... Uh, this ghost that you now see in front of you. And it's right in front of you, Lex, because you were the one talking to it. And it's kind of looking back and forth to everyone. And it says, who are you?
0: Granger, this will sound strange, but part of me is you. And I start to unbutton my shirt.
2: You hear from behind you, Arvid, oh, my.
0: So I, I take my shirt off, and I am, like, this huge, broad-shouldered, like, strapping upper body. Um, like a very strong man who spent maybe a decade or more carrying very heavy things in a coal mine. And you notice... A small um, tattoo on my left shoulder. And I say, Granger, it's not my fault, but maybe you can't rest because part of you isn't at rest. Part of you is with me. And I turn to show him the tattoo, because if it's him, then he'll know. It's his bod.
2: He like disperses into a cloud around you and like begins surrounding you and comes up and is like almost looking over your shoulder at this tattoo, and everybody else sees this as well. Perseus, I believe you've run off to, into the trees by this point, so yeah, no yeah, long sure. gone. you you definitely don't see this for at least a minute, and he the ghost um kind of falls back down and away from you. And pauses for a moment and then says, Thank you. And you see him kind of wisp and willow away. And there is a bit of luminescence that that follows out. And it's dispersed along the ground. And then all at once, everything lifts up and into a singular form and then explodes in a giant light and then is sucked back in on itself
0: um i should say i look pretty horrific so uh, cuz i'm all like sewn together and like bits and pieces and frankensteiny um so i don't know how margaret reacts to that Perseus would know that's what I look like. I'm not sure. How did I guess Arvid probably knows as well because oh, he was
2: Arvid he was
0: nursing me for weeks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think there's a moment when the shirt comes off and actually seeing all the the connecting lines and where all the pieces intersect. That there's hesitation, but it's not different enough from some of the other things that she has encountered that it really hits her in a, in a bad way. I think more so it's seeing it in that ghostly form and also seeing it on you is the thing that, that takes her more. I think
2: Uh, the four of you go, well, the three of you go find Perseus and then head back towards Hammersforth um, and we see a scene of uh, disbelief followed by rejoice after the next day the ghostly figure does not come to the village. And cheers echo through the valley that surrounds this town. And then we cut to another city. The sign of the city says Glickfast. Glickfast. And this is at the base of the Baldric Mountains. You have seen it walking up to this town. Um, Lex, as you enter, you begin to get a feeling that you remember being here. More than just, you know, the, the flashing memories that you've had of, of, you know, the pieces of you, the people that make you. But you as in your current form, have been in this town?
0: My friends, I... We are, we are so close. I was here. I came through this place when I departed where I was created. So... I don't know. I mean, it's possible we could see my creator here or at least he was very near to hear.
2: And you hear a voice, Lex. I mean, all of you hear it. Um, The the other three of you, uh, it kind of just blends in with the crowd. But Lex, it stands out to you as a a voice that cuts through and anchors you in this place. It's a higher pitched tone. You look over and you see a familiar face and you are reminded of a kobold whose name is Marvin Dundalfoot. He's passing between people in this village of Glickfast, saying, hey, hey, I could get you a sweet deal. Look, just, just look at this watch here. I can get you any number of these things. And as you kind of focus on him, he has a feeling that somebody's watching him. He looks over and he sees you, and then you see a look of panic in his eyes. And he says, I I, I will... uh, I'll, I'll say that later. And he bolts down the street.
0: We've got to follow that kobold. And I chase him.
1: Yeah, follow.
2: Everybody runs off chasing down the kobold as we sweep up on the panoramic view of fast at the base of the Baldric Mountains. The music and sound effects from today's episode can be found at EpidemicSound.com A huge thank you to our supporting producers Christian Brown Creighton's Raven Devin Michaels Gabriel Lynch Jacob Madden Joshua Dixon Cat Waterflame, and Stevie. Find out more about becoming a patron by visiting us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where you can have access to exclusive bonus episodes, including a Patreon-exclusive podcast, early access to our sister podcast, Facing Fate, contributing in-game NPCs and magic items, as well as joining us for live stream hangouts throughout the month. Patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Hope to see you over there. Have a great week. Be safe. And we'll talk soon.
0: Um. So, message ready for it? I'm unprepared. So here it comes. <laughs> it's the best way to leave a very important send a very important message.
2: We can take it a couple times if you need to, but you you do you.
1: Is okay. this thing on? How does it work? And that's tap, the whole tap, message. Tap, that, yeah, yeah. End of <laughs> message.
2: M- are we live?
0: M- Margaret, can you hear me? Margaret and. start to
2: which part wait you're gonna you're gonna tell us i'm
0: gonna get there (laughs) it's gonna get bad before it gets better i realize now when you just said which part
2: dungeons and dragons is a dumb dragons production
0: the fable and Folly network where fiction producers flourish
4: When Kilner accepted the job of smuggling escaped heiress Samantha Trapp across the galaxy, she expected the job to be over and done with quickly. But now they're stuck with each other and they have a job to do.
0: Think of Automnacon as a sort of student loan company. You take a loan from them and then they own you until you've paid it off with interest. So all I have to do
2: is pay off my debt? Fine, I can do that. How much do I owe? 900,027 credits and counting. You're stuck here, with me, to work it
1: off.
4: We Fix Space Junk is a sci-fi sitcom from Battlebird Productions, featuring Travelling by Cryo.
1: Don't worry if you feel like you're drowning,
4: that's perfectly normal. Wait, what? Aliens from across the galaxy. Greetings, visitors.
1: Is popcorn? Hello, Your Excellency. A.I.s. Dad, how do I
3: do
4: air? You're already doing it automatically, calm down. Of course, thrilling and exciting missions in outer space. Hello, valued employees. Here are the details for your next exciting mission. You will be repairing a device redacted in or at the
3: location
4: redacted. We Fix Space Junk is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Subscribe, consume, integrate, indoctrinate, assailate, degenerate, and watch your body decay into a faceless husk as your mind floats aimlessly in space. Register your interest with Automicon.